0: Start tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the midweek edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we talk all things Islanders hockey. And we have got a lot to discuss. Still nothing official On the free agent front, the Islanders have not even announced the re-signing of any of their own free agents, either restricted or unrestricted, and yet every indication seems to point to... Uh, The fact that some deals are probably done, but not yet official. We'll break it all down for you. We'll talk a little bit more about potential trades, because as I'll explain, it's looking like that is one route the team is going to go. We've got an email question from a listener today as well, our Islanders birthday of the day. And today, as we continue our look down the Islanders roster, we discuss Adam Pellick's his season, his future with the team, and a lot more. Don't forget, Islander fans, that this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question or a comment or a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders@gmail.com at gmail.com and If you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest news, notes, and info concerning your New York Islanders, all the way from free agency to uh, preseason training camp, and, of course, the start of the 2021-2022 NHL season, which will include the opening of the UBS Arena and a new era in Islanders hockey. So, again, nothing on the free agent front as far as official announcements are concerned. And, you know, Lou Lamorello and company doing a really good job of... not saying much, to be honest with you, uh, about any announcements, but the fact that all the players that we've been talking about, whether it's your Sizikis, your Bevilier, Sorokin, uh, all of the players who are presently either unrestricted or restricted free agents, no buzz whatsoever about them going anywhere else, and I think that tells you all you need to know as to whether or not the Islanders are going to be re-signing some of these players. As far as the defenseman to replace Nick Letty is concerned, that is looking more and more like it's going to have to be done via trade, because the free agents that the Islanders may have been looking for, a left-handed shot for the left side of the defense, they're all gone. Ryan Suter, signed. Alex Goligosky, signed. Ryan Murray, signed. A $2 million deal with the Avalanche announced on Monday. There really aren't any significant options left for the... Islanders in free agency. And now that means that it's more likely than not that they're going to make a trade to try to add uh, that defenseman at some point. Or maybe you stick with, you know, your Sebastian Ajos and, and your Thomas Hickeys and let them be the third pair, move Dobson up to the second pair. These remain possibilities, but to me, the odds are very much in favor of the uh, Islanders acquiring a defenseman in some kind of a trade. And, you know, that brings us once again to the forward situation, because it's absolutely a mess. Why? Well, And this is going to tie in with our listener email, which is another email from Mully from Long Island. Uh, Mully asks, could you give your final prediction regarding trading for Tarasenko if you think it'll happen? And if so, what do you think the trade will look like? So, right now, if you assume, and we can't say for sure, but if you assume that Kyle Palmieri, Casey Sezekis, Travis Zajac, and Zach Parise uh, all are going to be back. That Michael Dal is going to be back. Anatoly Golishev is going to be back. You now have Ross Johnston and Richard Panic also on your roster. Otto Koivola, Kiefer Bellows, uh, not to mention Oliver Wallstrom. You've got a lot of potential players. But how many of them are really potential top liners to replace Eberly? Not too many. I think it is still unlikely that the Islanders land Tarasenko, but not like so unlikely that I doubt it would happen. I'd give it a 30, 35% chance of happening right now. What would it look like? I think we're talking about the possibility of giving up another high draft pick. But more than that, some of those names that I mentioned, uh, some of these players who will be battling for spots on the third line, some of them are going to go, and that's going to be to sort of offset the cap situation if they acquire uh, a player like Tarasenko. So, you know, maybe Uncle Leo heads out, or maybe uh, Michael Cole heads out, or uh, Richard Panic. Heads out. There are a number of these players. I think it would be a a high draft pick, probably a first rounder, and then maybe uh, two or three players who might be able to help the St. Louis Blues, but probably don't have spots uh, on the New York Islanders. And to me, that's what we're looking at, and Lou Lamorello waiting for the right moment to do that. But right now, what the Islanders have is a logjam of second, really third line forwards and still lacking someone to really replace uh, Jordan Eberle on the first line and just lacking that sniper that they need. So again, trade more likely than uh, a simple free agent move, but we have to see what ends up happening. Now, there was an announcement made by the Islanders on Tuesday, yesterday. Uh, basically, uh, a new assistant coach heading to the Bridgeport Islanders, no longer the Sound Tigers. It's Rick Kowalski, who was uh, with the Devils AHL affiliate uh, for almost a decade, And now has spent the last three years as an assistant with New Jersey. He is now an assistant with Bridgeport. And Matt Karkner and Eric Buganicki now gone. They have been let go from Bridgeport. Head coach in Bridgeport, Brent Thompson, he's back for the ninth straight year. So uh, we have to see what's happening. But Kowalski... Again, part of the Devils organization, Lou Morello, familiar with him, and that's probably why they made the move. When we come back, we will take a look at Adam Pellick's season and future with the Islanders. We also have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more to discuss, so stay with us on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rock auto, RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers and best of all, you won't get ripped off. A lot of chain stores, you know, they have different prices for do-it-yourselfers and professional mechanics. But at RockAuto.com, the prices are the same for everyone and they are reliably low. And they have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Now, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need RockAuto.com. So right now we continue our look at every player on the Islanders roster. We've been going player by player pretty much since the season ended. And today we will discuss top defense pairing player Adam Pellick. Pellick, believe it or not, will turn 27 later this month. He really is in his prime Right now, played in 56 games, all 56 regular season games with the Islanders this past year. Averaged a little over 21 minutes a game. Four goals, 10 assists, 14 points. A plus 15, plus minus for Adam Pellick. And he really is, again, a real key to this team and and what they do. And Pellick... Not gonna get a lot of attention from the national media, mostly because he doesn't put up a lot of points, make those highlight real plays that get you on Sports Center or you know any highlight package on NHL tonight. But what he does is he shuts down the opposing team's best scorers. He plays smart hockey in his own zone and He really, you know, on those occasions that he steps up, uh, he can indeed be a difference maker for the New York Islanders. Now, in the playoffs, he had uh, one goal and four assists, two of them coming in one game against Tampa Bay uh, that the Islanders actually won. That was game four at the Nassau Coliseum in which he played a big role But overall, again, the thing about Pellick in the playoffs, Game 1 of the Pittsburgh series, 29-plus minutes. Uh, Game 5 of the Pittsburgh series, 28 minutes, 44 seconds of ice time. He consistently is out there doing his thing, not afraid to be physical, not afraid to block shots, does that quite often. You look at the playoffs, the Islanders played 19 playoff games. In four of those games, he had six hits in a game. And, you know, again, it's not just do you make a hit. It's knowing when to make that physical play and to hit the opposing player without then putting yourself out of position. Uh, Pellick is so, so positionally sound. And, you know, let's face it, the duo of Pellick and Pulak, A, their chemistry is excellent, and B, they allow Barry Trotz to play the system that, he wants this team to play because you know, without that rock on defense, and Pellick and Pulak really are the two rocks on defense for this team. Without that, it is very difficult to win games two to one, three to two, uh one to nothing, the way the Islanders so often do. So Adam Pellick, uh clearly a fundamental building block uh you know a, a, a big part of this team right now and the 6 foot 3 205 pound defenseman uh really important to the Islanders franchise and should be for a number of years you look ahead to the re- season. Again, Pellick, he'll be 27 in uh, a little less than two weeks. You expect him to be in his prime and just playing outstanding hockey right now for the New York Islanders. I would expect him to average at least 20 minutes a game again uh, during the regular season. I don't expect great offense from him, but he's still going to be on that top pair. And... You know, the other thing that I loved, and you saw this more in the playoffs than in the regular season, and we talked about it on the show when it was happening, Barry Trotz, especially when the Islanders were on the road in the playoffs, he split up Pelik and Pulak at different times in a game uh, in order to have at least one of them on the ice when he didn't have the last change uh, and didn't have home ice advantage. So, the fact that Pellick was able to make that adjustment, whether it was playing with uh, Scotty Mayfield or Noah Dobson or whoever it was that they paired him with, uh, and then would go back to Ryan Pulak in the same game, you know, switching on and off, it spoke to his stamina. It spoke to his flexibility. It spoke to his ability to make adjustments in the middle of a game. And it just adds to his value as uh, one of the Islanders' top two defensemen. So more of the same is what we can expect, I think, from Adam Pellick going forward in the upcoming season. And, you know, this year, 14 points in 56 games, that puts him a little behind his all-time career high his best season statistically 2018-2019 78 games 5 goals and 21 points I think over an 82 game season what you expect from uh what you expect from Adam Pellick is around four or five goals and let's say 17 to 20 points uh you know Last couple of years, you know, he missed a lot of time in in 2019, 2020, and you saw how drastically the Islanders' play fell off in the second half of the year when he was out of the lineup. Before he was hurt, they were challenging for first place. They were well above 500. and after he got hurt the rest of the season, they were below NHL 500 and barely made the playoffs. Uh, after the season was suspended that year for COVID, so no questioning the value of an Adam Pellick, and he will be back, and I think better than ever in 2021-2022. We will continue looking ahead to uh, at all the players on the Islanders' uh, roster, and uh, in our next show, we will be looking at the captain. Anders Lee, and and what his season was like, and what he means to the New York Islanders going forward in, in what will be a critical season for Anders Lee. We've got more to get to on today's show. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come. Stay with us on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bilt Bar. Did you know Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? There literally is something for everyone. And when you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they are definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know all the flavors, well, you're missing out. How about strawberry, cherry barcia, mint brownie, double chocolate, German chocolate, cookies and cream. Or my personal favorite, I go back and forth between the cookies and cream, and the salted caramel, but I love that salted caramel, that salty and sweet combination really is addicting, and if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where they'll send you two of each of the nine favorites, but look, not only are built Bar's good tasting, but they're healthy as well, Check out the macros. Each bar, 17, maybe 18 grams of protein. Calories range from 130 to 180 per bar. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar per bar and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And that certainly is neat. Go to Built.com. use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And we are going to go back a a little while in Islanders history for this one. We want to wish a very happy 37th birthday a couple of days early for Islanders, former Islanders forward Tim Wallace, a native of Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, Six foot one, 205 pounds, spent four years at Notre Dame, playing for the Fighting Irish, was not drafted, uh, and then spent a lot of time in the AHL before making his debut in the NHL with the Pittsburgh Penguins in 2008-2009. Joined the Islanders during the 2011-2012 season, 31 games with the Isles, had one assist, and was a minus seven, and then finished the season with the Tampa Bay Lightning, later played also for the Carolina Hurricanes before finishing his career in Europe, uh, was with the Sound Tigers as late as 2016, 2017, and then went back to England to finish his career. Last played professional hockey in 2018, 2019 in England, where he actually had 57 points in 60 games, his NHL career, 101 games played, 4 goals and 13 points. He never did play in a Stanley Cup playoff game. We're going to look at his best game as an Islander, December 6, 2011 at the Nassau Coliseum. 9,486 fans on hand to see the Islanders take on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Matthew Garron is the goalie for the Bolts. And Il Cubano Al Montoya, the goalie for the Islanders, and it was the Lightning scoring first. Martin St. Louis is ninth from Brett Clark and Steven Stamkos at 6:55, one nothing Lightning. But the Islanders bounced back and bounced back quickly. First John Tavares tying it at 14:01 of the opening stanza. Matt Molson and Kyle Laposo with the helpers, and it was a 1-1 game. Then the Islanders get Two goals in less than a minute and a half. Matt Martin is third from Tim Wallace, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and Marty Reisner at 1826. And then in the final minute of the first period, with Nate Thompson, who later played for the Islanders, off for boarding, the Islanders' power play clicked Milan Yersina, his first from Franz Nielsen and Mark Streit. And at the end of the first period, it was 3-1 Islanders. No scoring in the second period, but in the third, the Islanders add to the lead. David Olstrom, his first, Josh Bailey and Steve Steos with the assists at 319. And then with Stamkos in the box for cross-checking, Matt Molson, a power play goal, is 14th of the year. John Tavares and Mark Streit with the assists at 1725. Islanders skate away with a 5 to 1 win over the Lightning, 23 saves for Al Montoya to get the win, but for our Islanders birthday of the day Tim Wallace, his only assist, his only point as an Islander coming in this game, he was a plus 2 and was on ice for 9 minutes and 37 seconds. So once again, want to wish a very very happy and healthy 37th birthday To Tim Wallace, he'll actually turn 37 on Friday. Uh, But we wish him a happy birthday and many, many happy more. Looking ahead, uh, look, the Islanders cannot hold these contracts if they are indeed uh, agreed to but not signed. They can't hold off forever. Um, And, you know, to me, one of the issues remains They just have too many forwards who kind of do the same thing. I don't think you need to have Kyle Palmieri, Travis Zajac, and uh, Zach Parise all on your roster. I I just can't imagine why you would need all three of those guys, uh, and you wouldn't want to turn something over to one of the younger players uh, instead. Tough, tough thing to sort of wrap your brain around, but I think it's a question of, uh, not if, but when Lula Morello announces signings and then probably makes an announcement regarding a trade to bring in someone who can play on the first line because with all due respect to uh, those three, the the Zajax, the Palmares, and the Parises, at this point in their career, none of them really are well equipped to be replacing Jordan Eberle on that Islanders first line. But, look, the track record is there. I think you have to trust Lula Amorello and see what he has up his sleeve. When it does happen, we will get it to you via Twitter, and of course we will analyze it and break it all down on our next podcast, as we always do right here on Locked On Islanders. And just so glad you're with us today and that you're part of the Locked On Islanders family. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.